Podcast 137. This is where we throw the other guys under the bus. Your favorite hosts are on today. Oh. Just the three of us. <laughs> Easily. Not wrong. Easily. Not wrong. <laughs> and, and our special guest hosts that will be popping on here. In about yeah. probably ten minutes or so, somewhere around there. So, yeah, we got we got the A team today, and it's probably going to be a B sort of podcast. So that, that's okay. That's all right. Better than C. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Well, not gonna so, lie. Every 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 time that music goes on, that that like intro music, it's like uh, Five Pin Universe is here. I like it. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you know, you, you kind of get you know antsy. You kind of get excited. And it's like, uh, all right, another podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It it still sounds like it's uh, a music from a different genre of video. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your trap. It's free. <laughs> free is free. <laughs> that, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We- um, obviously, so this is the Masters Nationals podcast, but we're obviously going to hit on a few more topics than just the one event, yeah. but uh, we're happy that everybody joins us, and if you're not in Alberta yet, we'll see you soon, all you national competitors for this uh, session. So, when was the last time Masters Nationals was actually competed? Was it 2019? 2019, yeah. 19? Yeah. Gatineau? Gatineau, Quebec, you bet. Yeah. So... Yeah been it's, a few years yeah it's crazy i think it's been three years since any nationals eh yeah. unreal but here we are well at least they're back in full swing right and, and a really good showing by the uh the open there and now uh try to take that momentum into the masters yeah 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 and it's, for sure it's gonna be huge it's it's just it's crazy thing about masters and like you know we're hosting it at bonnie dune this year and Man, like, it's the only center, well, one of two centers in Canada that can hold everything all at one place. But they're going to use all 48 lanes all at once for Masters. That's just crazy, the magnitude of the tournament. It's insane. Yeah, that would be a packed house. COVID safe for everybody that's watching. COVID safe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's so, so, so much room there in the pit up top. Like there, there, there really yeah. won't be any any issues in uh, with, with respects to that, anyways. But um, it'll be fun to to, to kind of hear the stories of uh, just how many um, uh, perfect games and all that stuff that, that kind of come through. Uh, we we said this exact same thing at the uh, you know the Open Provincials, and uh, we had like two four hundreds total. So yeah, uh, it, it'll be quite interesting to to, yeah. to see what the scores are like. I, I think I think the the perfect games are going to be harder than people think it's going to be. I mean, not saying that you know, I I, I think there's going to be a ton of four hundreds. I really do, and Bonnie Bonnie Dune is indicative of those things. But it's it's a different environment. It you know you, you see a lot of like perfect games and you know three player leagues where there's a little bit of momentum and like you know it's hard to throw a perfect game on a five player team. It just it just is. You don't see a lot of them, so. Well, uh, the pressure's that think. high too, right? Yeah. The the, the the pressure really forces that that plow or that chop every once in a while. There's really really tough to to, to freewheel twelve straight shots. Yeah. So 100%. as a competitor, do you guys look at the weather and see like a lot of people are talking about the AC, the humidity, and stuff like that? It's not supposed to be that warm in Alberta this coming weekend. It's actually supposed to be around that 15 to 20, 22, 23, I think it gets up to on Sunday, but yeah. it's not hot. 
And you know what? I've never really been in Bonnie Dune where it's felt like it's been, you know, really warm in there. I, it's always been pretty well, you know, regulated for temperature-wise. I mean, even during during the open, man, when you walked away from the pit, it was, like, ice cold. It was, like, yeah. really cold in there. So I think, I think it's probably going to be okay humidity-wise. I mean, we're going to have some rain that week, but I've never... Their approaches have not changed at all. They're just super consistent. doesn't matter what the humidity is. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be just fine. Yeah. And it's buried, buried in a basement and basically wide open for 48 lanes. I, I don't think humidity is really going to affect too, too much. Uh, I was down there, uh, this, uh, well, basically right after work here. Um, and, uh, it, it was ridiculously warm. Uh, but the, uh, the approaches were still super slick, uh, pin, pinfalls great. Uh, you, you put it in the pocket, it's, it's going to be a strike more often than not. Right. So, um, I, I really don't see the humidity affecting the, the, the bowling this week. Uh, like I said, those, those approaches are pristine. They're, they're quick if, if nothing else. Yeah. And if somebody was going to tell you the approaches are going to be bad, it was going to be Weber. So there you go. <laughs> this is, <laughs> if he's hey, talking I, about the approaches, his word I is gold. I just speak the truth. I'm not saying otherwise. <laughs> I'm not saying otherwise. But you are one person that really is very particular about his slide. And if you're, if you're saying it's great, then that's people should take your word for it. Yeah, I, I don't see anybody sticking. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Should be Perfect. a great event. Really looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about Masters here and coming up, but uh, we might as well talk about NBT here. A couple weekends ago, they had their their event, and uh, friend of the podcast and uh, good guy, overall good guy, Mr. Brad Glynn, took the championship down. Yeah, absolutely. I need, I'm trying to find stats here, but... <laughs> yeah. Just last-minute panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... And so it sounded like really... entries were, were pretty decent. Yeah, I don't remember the total entries. I know Brad had to play a, a few times. I think he might have three-shifted. Oh, really? I believe so. There's quite a Close few of them that I think played a few shifts. Of course, it's all over their Facebook page if you yeah, guys haven't go. seen it. Newfoundland Bowling Tour. They post... Quite often when the event is on, their Body Quest Classic. <laughs> Tim has the stats. Wherever Tim is, send him our way. <laughs> Alright, let me blow this bad boy up. Can you guys all see that? Don't say that in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is your qualifying shift. Uh, top 24, I believe, made it? Yeah. 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 Erica Murphy averaging 286. Awesome. Her husband, 40 points behind her. Good for her. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Uh, some big names in there. Stephen Woods, Kelly Han, Ray Dunphy, Shane Chafe. Uh not so much friend of the podcast. <laughs> he, he'd like to be. <laughs> we we love Shane. We're gonna get him back on podcast when it doesn't just disappear into cyberspace one day. So he'll be back on. <laughs> Maybe he said he was gonna come back on when 
when bowling was a thing again, and then he's just kind of ghosted us, so... Yeah. <laughs> Mitch Williams Typical. is in there. Dave Han Jr. just miss, misses the cut. Megan just started throwing balls again. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Like, like right. literally yeah. like the week before and just misses the cut there. Pretty awesome. Let's oh, see how she, many times Brad did have to. She, she's so mentally strong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks yeah, like see, he did three he three shifted, right? He did. Yeah. 29th and 30-something. How many total entries did, did they get? Um, that's an excellent question. I don't think it was 50. I think it was more than that. Yeah, uh, I thought it was closer to like 90 or something like that. Because that's, so 83 after 2. Oh, maybe more. Okay, good. Yeah. Anybody in the chat knows? Somebody that attended the event, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> be, be probably be more prepared. Be, be podcast. Be podcast. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at uh, who was playing, who made the cut here. Oh no, that's that's so, yeah, be podcast. <laughs> Holy cow! All right, here are our sides. So let the <laughs> don't do numbers. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah okay let's just go up here we'll go to uh, a more filled out one this is 100% a B podcast <laughs> know, yeah, we exactly. apologize <laughs> we don't, we don't, uh, they, didn't, they didn't put in scores with it either eh? that's too bad that's too bad but we could see the winners on each side we're gonna we'll get just there, guys. Remove don't we? that while you're looking. <laughs> what was that? Uh, if people are paying attention, they can join our streamyard. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Bring them in. We obviously exactly. need help. Clearly. Okay. So, on the A side, looks like Erica made a good run until Brad. Uh, Brad pushed her out. Yeah. And good for Brad, too. I mean, like, yeah, mental toughness, too, to three-shift it and then find your way and then run the sides is pretty pretty incredible. Just to give him a little bit more confidence running into this week, too. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. I went a 400 thrown against him. Hmm. Now, uh, K.O., could you tell us how many, how many games was each match? Were they three-game matches? One game match, two game matches. I don't. I don't know specifically know the format of this. Honestly, nice to see Ray Dunphy play as well as he did. Uh, faced him a few times in YBC too. He's he's a phenomenal player. Three game matches. Oh, okay. So did, when you say he had a four hundred thrown against him in the first round, did he end up winning that match or was it on the B side? And did he lose that match? Looks like he lost on the Yeah, I, th I, I thought it was the first. Yeah, I thought it was his first match showing on B. That would make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> a four hundred always uh, usually wins a match pretty quick. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't show the scores, Cam. <laughs> it doesn't show the scores. <laughs> Get out of here! You you were so helpful. <laughs> 
Um, Andrew Murphy going deep on the one side there too. Um, gets Courtney up against Lucas. Courtney Lucas. Who won? Courtney who won Lucas, between yeah. that match? Let's see what happened there. Courtney Lucas beat him and then faced Brandon Tibbs, and then Ray Dumphy versus Brad Glenn. That's a that's a good match. I'm pretty and sure it was Brad against Brandon, right? Or oh, no, oh, against no, Courtney. Courtney. Oh yeah. wow, good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> She's had a pretty incredible year. That's going to give somebody... I'm, 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 we, need, we need a flash warning. <laughs> Anyways, that was well done. Congratulations, Brad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. well, it was kind of like a Tim long-winded... Yeah, they obviously had a great turnout. Absolutely, um, yeah. The event keeps getting stronger. I'm not sure if that's their highest entry event, but um, it's obviously still building. And it's doing so much for that community out there, too. It was something that they really needed. It's so hard to, like, compete in all the cash tournaments, whether it's Club Tour, WCBT, or anything like that, when you're, you know, in Newfoundland. It's so expensive to fly anywhere, whatever. So they've always had such a competitive community, but now it gives them a reason to be competitive all the time. And it, it's definitely paying dividends. You see it in, in the Open. You're going to see it at the Masters. They're just getting better all the time. So kudos to them for all their hard work and what they're doing out there. But, yeah. yeah. Great tournament. Congrats, Brad. Awesome job. And good for um, good for Courtney, man. What a season she's had. That's yes, awesome. Yeah. So there was obviously another event that same weekend uh, in Midland. The 400 Northern Lifestyle Invitational. They were run by uh, Mr. Mike Toraville. Um, I think Jerry Couchman was a big part of it this year. He was handling a lot of the back end stuff while everything was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Just wondering, dude, do we want to wait till our special guest arrives? And uh, I was I was waiting for him, but he's slow. <laughs> yeah, he said fifteen minutes, twenty minutes ago. So um, I'm not sure how many entries they had as as well, but yeah, was I, a... I I don't see a consolidated list of their their scores either. So I'm trying to. Remember the days of websites where like people would post all the scores and you could just look it up real quick instead of having to scroll through 15,000 pages of uh, Facebook feed? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll wait till our uh, guest in the back room gets yeah, settled we, here. We have somebody who's going to be able to fill us in a little bit more. <laughs> somebody who might have been there. Perhaps. Might have played pretty decent, too. Yeah, they they don't have a Facebook page for you. They do not. Yeah, they have a Facebook page. Oh, sorry, they don't have a, a website. No. That's all right. We can tell you who qualified. I know we have that much. <laughs> One, two, so yeah. we had... Yeah. 121 entries. There you go. Excellent. Honestly, yes, I saw that from Mike Torvalds. Uh, that's incredible. Again, like a midsummer tournament, to get that kind of turnout is fantastic. And everything I see, man, what that'd be a really cool to go to. Yeah, thanks, Bomber. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would, uh, I would love to go. And uh, your team just got kicked from the pro league, so better luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What a cool little place. It's just like, it's like a little cottage country. The bowling alley is like literally right on the lake. Um, it looks like a, just, I would love to go just on a vacation just to be around that area. It's um, a 12 lane center too, right? 
I believe so, yeah. We'll find out because we're going to bring Mitch in. All right, right. here we go. Yeah. The special guest everybody that's tuning in for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> special guest. Ned, never thought I'd say this, but thank God you're here, Mitch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you can save this podcast. For What's up, boys? What's going on? Painful. Were they? <laughs> was, oh, Tim wasn't even here. No. <laughs> True. Yeah, Jeez. he's the guy. He's the guy that usually has the stats ready, and uh, we just we just don't have them. Four hundred North, great tournament. They need to build a website. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah. You know what? They probably need a couple things, but you know what? They did a great job. Mike Torville ran that tournament, amazing. He tried his heart out for uh, probably eight months, like during the whole COVID lockdowns, everything. He did a fantastic job running it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, super cool to see one hundred and twenty-one entries in the middle of summer. Um, in a place that's like I can't imagine super easy to get to either. So like, kudos to them. Unbelievable, man! 121 <laughs> entries in June in Midland is like, like you know, I I, I made a status about it a couple uh, a couple weeks ago, obviously, and I said like it's it, five years ago I never would have guessed that this would happen. Five years ago you would have been like thinking about running a tournament in June and be like, well that's a death sentence. Like there's no way you're gonna do this. Yeah. You might get 60, but you know what? When I Mike talked to me about it, I was like, you know what? I'm like I'll come. I'm like it's. Midland's a nice spot. Like, it's a very... I don't know what he said there. I don't know. I didn't read it. But he's trashing us, don't worry. He's Like I said, I'll go. Midland's a great spot. It's got, like, a couple nice uh, trendy, like, restaurants there. It's a little tiny town. Um, but, like, we're like, okay, we'll just go a weekend away. It's, a hundred, you know, $140 entry. Just something to go play, see the people, and, like, have a good weekend away. And that's basically what it is. It, it was a great time. Um, it's only 12 lanes. Uh, basically like I, I said, a whole bunch of people showed up that I never would have seen five years ago. And I think, uh, us being all away for the whole year and the last mm -hmm. couple of years has really helped that. Yeah. Right. Oh, 100%. We're, we're absolutely seeing that with obviously our, our WCBT numbers and what we're seeing with club tour. Holy you know what? Cow. Sorry. Speaking of that with club tour, I was going to go with this uh, as well with Midland. It was 121 entries. Before we went to event-style tournaments, like copying you guys essentially, was because that's what, that's what our goal was, was to get to this event-style, not just tournaments, the events. And when before we did that, where we had one-day events and stuff, like that, it was only 140 entries max. That was our highest ever before we went to events. So Midland was only 19 entries off of our highest ever club tour before October, before yeah. like October pre-COVID. Yeah. Right. Wow. That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's actually crazy. But even even before COVID shut down, 400 North ran their tournament that year, and it was it was a good turnout that year too, if I remember right. Um, 100 I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we needed 100 to get to the 24 man uh, playdown, so we yeah. all pitched in like five bucks or whatever, and <laughs> said let's go. That. Yeah. So, and that that's what's awesome. So like we were all worried, and and we were, and we had every reason to be worried. But what what was COVID going to do to our game, and what yeah. kind of bounce back are we going to get from it, and are we going to get a bounce back, and are people going to even continue to play at all after? And here we are hitting record numbers. It's just insane. People are coming out in full force, and it's incredible. We're hitting definitely, record. Go definitely ahead, seeing it more on the the like the cash side of it, right? Oh, that that yeah. that high end. I, I don't know if we're seeing the same kind of everywhere, right? I, I think YBC numbers were were quite down. I don't know if uh, typical leagues were were up. Our, our, our leagues were good, board. but like, yeah, I, YBC is a different ball game completely. Uh, it's it's tough. YBC Nationals starting next week, I believe. 
Yeah, Nevs. Uh, ninth, they, I think. They announced the, the they announced the the tournament format like a week ago. Oh, what is like it? Tweety. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't honestly look, but it was like literally announced a week ago. So like, that's that's kind of on the tenth. Yeah, hmm. kind of a different sort of ball game for sure. But yeah, YBC is a different ball game for sure. But I think it depends on what kind of proprietor you're coming from. Like, say yourself, Dex. Um, you guys have worked really hard throughout the COVID <clears throat> pandemic to to allow us to, like for your players to come back and have a full like full seasons and like try your best. Um, some proprietors aren't doing that. Some proprietors are just basically let let's see who walks in the door. So yeah. I think it depends on what proprietor you have and how how motivated you guys are. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that for sure. But yeah. absolutely, like our game as a whole, as, as far as the cash wise go, down, you're absolutely correct. But what let's look at the Masters numbers and let's look at the O five numbers on what they've done. I don't, or oh, five. I should say C five. I'm sorry, um, but like they've dropped a fair bit. I want to say in both you, those you, organizations. So what, what's really interesting is okay. So we we lost. We definitely lost some of our teaching masters this year in Alberta. Um, I'm going to say we probably retained maybe seventy percent of our teaching masters this year. Our tournament masters were higher than the year prior that we were able to play when it was in Newfoundland. We gained really? people this year. At Nationals are in Edmonton. We gained people over over the year before when it was in Newfoundland. That's, That's surprising. Insanity to me. Yeah, it, it, it was surprising to us too. Yeah, no doubt. I think our tournament <laughs> side would have been like relatively the same. But I, I played for um, I want to say eight years prior to like me quitting. For, uh, seven, I think I quit for six, um, and then I'm back this year, obviously. But. Um, those seven years, it's amazing. You could watch. It was like the same 30, 35 guys that were trying out every year. But Sorry, but it wasn't the same. It was the numbers were the same. But it was yeah. always like 15 different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if you were able to retain those same people somehow, you probably could have had somewhere of 60, 70 guys. Totally. It, it just makes no sense how you can't keep guys in the organization. I understand like it's a lot of money, time, commitment, and, and just overall like it's a lot of bowling, right? But yeah. <clears throat> I think that's the overall reason is that it's just it's it's a bigger time commitment than any other tournament for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Midland was like Midland was a great cap off to our season. I want to say uh, for us here, we were able to we didn't have a we didn't have a club tour this year. We're looking forward to next year getting to uh, might be some uh, new information coming in the next couple weeks about our second club tour possibly happening. Next year in um, January, who knows where the new center is going to be yet? But we've uh, we've had a couple couple interviews, and uh, we're looking to announce that stuff probably next week or two weeks from now. Awesome! Nice. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah, Just keep keeps growing. Totally. Yeah, right. I I, uh, I can't give you any information as far as uh, Carrie. I watched the last <laughs> podcast where you guys had Daryl, and you were talking about the the five pin pro league and everything like that. Um, you guys were talking about how we might you know, are we going to go back to August. Or for next year, are we going to go back to October for next year? Um, we're actually not sure. We're not sure yet. Uh, I got to run that through, obviously, with Jeff. They're the <laughs> they're the big guys. Obviously, they have all the power. Um, I just hang out, talk. <laughs> That's fair. Well, if they hit 300 entries in August, I think the answer is pretty freaking obvious. But that's, well, a, that's just me. When we When we talked about it, we were like, he's like, what if we run something in August? And I'm like, I mean, usually that's a death sentence too. But I said, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, man. You've, we've got so many entries for every other tournament and bowling's hot right now. Like, let's do it. 
And I'm like, what's the worst that happens? We get 100 entries? Oh, well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, we'll still go, whatever. Yeah. Um, we do it. It goes crazy, obviously. And basically, he wanted a tournament where he could basically go all in. What can Nebs do all in? And because right. we, with all the time restrictions that we usually have with like uh, even the October Club Tour, like that's the one other time where he can kind of do a couple things. But it's just he wanted to do something. Where he's like, okay, I can really dedicate my time to this. I can really put forth like the best term we could possibly run. I'm like, let's do it. But let's have no restrictions either. Let's let's you know let's go uh, like 24, 30 lanes on the on the Saturday afternoon. But let's go 52 in the morning. Let's go 52 on Friday morning. Let's do it. Like, you know, let's go balls to the wall and try sure. our best to actually have the best tournament we could possibly have in Canada. Yeah. And that's no no knock on you guys. Like, I think no. you guys run the best ones that I've ever played in my entire lives, right? Like, But so. we, we aren't the England family. <laughs> like, they, are just, they are just a different breed and they're, they're phenomenal. They're just phenomenal Diff at everything they touch. For sure. And you know what? We've come up with, like, different scenarios of how to pitch – to other tournament, to other centers of how to run a club tour. Because again, these tournaments they're not easy to set up and they're not easy to make money at. You guys know as well as I do. Like TPC ten years ago, or I think it would be like what seven years ago. You guys took it over Dex. I want to say something like that. It's it's been close to ten years now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think pretty close to ten. Yeah, it's like eight or nine. Yeah, something like that. Where are we today from where we were ten years ago, money wise? Right, and it's like it was almost like, oh, we might break even on the weekend. We might not break. We might lose money. Who knows what's going to happen here? But I can go to club tour now and be like, okay, if a bowler costs say five hundred dollars a year to a center um, for being a league bowler, how much is it for a bowler to show up to a tournament, like an, on average? And we've got it kind of pinned to somewhere between seventy and eighty dollars because you're going to have your guys like myself who, yeah, we'll play five shifts. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> hey, if you can, <laughs> I would, I would, but five shifts is better than making like two cuts in a decade. So let's, let's talk about, you know, let's go somewhere else with that first, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay. So you go and you can talk to a, a proprietor and say this bull, the, if the amount of people that we can get into the building at 70 or $80 a pop, the more person we get people, we get in here. The more money the center is going to make, and the more profitable the tournament is going to be for overall, both parties involved. Yeah, especially like for, for something like Nebs too, that has like a giant facility where like we'll we will literally be spending, you know, lots of us will be there literally all day, which means yeah. food all day, which means liquor all day, and then probably some drunk go carts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, yes, yeah. there's a uh, there's a lot of money to be spent, and I know a lot of us spend a, a boatload of it at every cash tournament. So there's definitely money to be made now, especially if you can get the numbers. Absolutely. You like that thunder? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's not yours. It's not, I thought it was your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I can't believe they haven't built a or like attached a hotel to that place yet. They've done everything else. You know what, man? If you talk to the Englands, like okay, if you go talk to Tom, not Jeff so much, but if you go talk to Tom. And you're like, just want to pick his brain about something. They've always had an idea about something, man. They had, a, they had an idea to have a hotel built in next to it. Right now, I, I went into the last one. We had a, a, a master's tournament there in January. And I come in and we're just talking, saying, hey, Tom, how's it going? Yada, yada. He's like, Mitch, I want to show you your new, the new thing we're working on here. I'm like, okay, what, like, what do we got here? Like a roller coaster? Like what do we have, right? Yeah. So he goes, I'm building this lane, this set of lanes up here. It's 15 feet high. It's in the air, right? 
And he's got this big master plan about how he's going to run like a major cash tournament on one set of lanes, like the finals of something where everybody can watch it on a drone or something. I'm like, all right, you've gone, you've gone too far. <laughs> you've gone, you've gone too far. It's 15 feet in the air where he's going to land on a platform and we're going to bolt. We're going to, someone's going to run a shot out and fall off and die. <laughs> I, I I did see a ten pin video of suspended lanes. Like there was, it was it was a thing in in a bar where they had like lanes down below and they had suspended lanes above, and they were bowling on them. And I think it'd be wild, but you'd have to get clear synthetics. Oh, you have to. You gotta watch from right? the bottom. You know what I mean? You, you gotta watch from the bottom. And, and yeah. there'd have to be a very specific dress code. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, th- I think it'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we, have, we got no problem spending probably tons of money from the Englands. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm stoked. But, yeah, you know what? As, from a proprietor standpoint, um, like for, for us, if we could have a tournament that successful in August over November, oh. we would take that every single time. Right? Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm assuming that, I mean, their high season might be different because of how multifaceted they are. But for us, August, that it'd be amazing to have a cash trip with 400 entries in August. But just to show this again, to go back to it, like about how it's easier to pitch to centers now. So we we were open to talking about the one center who were like that's our primary center for January. Um, we we contacted them. Once I contacted them, word got out that I contacted them, and two other centers contacted me to to have, to have like a kind of a war, like a bidding war. Jeez. Yeah. So I told. I told. Yeah. So I told Jeff about this, but it's like because it's been so hot. Like they're like, you know, we would love to host this thing. We would love to have this, and it's just because bowling has been so good that it's kind of showing back to like we can we can now run these tournaments. Where like I said, pre COVID, like centers didn't want tournaments at all, and I didn't blame them. I I didn't blame them at all. Like you got to make money. This is a money business. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but but that the other side of that too is like whoever is trying to put their names in for that stuff, they they just got to make sure that they are fully committed to what comes yeah. with it, because they they need to they need to fully understand how much of a commitment it truly is. Oh yeah, and how it's, much it's, work and how much especially that weekend actually is. It's seventy two hours of hell. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that's what it is, and that's not just for proprietors. You know what I mean. It's also also for the people who run the WCBT carry. You know what I mean. Yourself, the volunteers. It's not it's not a fun weekend. And sometimes, you know what I mean? Like it can be, yeah. it can be hell, right? But you got to have the proper people in place to run the tournament and have the, um, the appropriate people in place to just like, uh, just be overlooking too, right? You got you got to have it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get back to this 400 North da- Davies, but you had a pretty good weekend. Oh. Uh, according to the stats page here, <laughs> you, uh, made it to the finals on both sides and then made it to the final. Yeah. So, uh, congrats to DJ, obviously, you know what, yes, like I want to, yeah. before, before I say anything, I want to say this, uh, cause I, I messaged him, um, privately and I said, uh, DJ's always had like a knack for like, you know, running some stuff out or shots out and clapping and everything like that. And he pumped the fuck out of me. Okay. In the finals, like I, <laughs> I, I quit in 22 frames. I said, I'm done. <laughs> right. I, and they didn't even bother putting up your last, your last, uh, game scores. <laughs> two <just> frames. <laughs> Like thank, two games, yeah. thank God, because it was like open five hole hole, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, kudos to him for not rubbing it into my face. Uh, so thank you very much for that, and not like uh, slapping things out, and just throwing the ball and basically casually running, walking off, like you know, nothing, no big deal. Well, and, uh, and so 
that's what I said to you too. I messaged you right away and I said, "Holy cow, did he he just looked so comfortable." <laughs> yeah, like it, he did. it looked absolutely effortless, like it was nothing, nothing at all. And yeah. Yeah. So he played well. I'll get back here. We'll start from the beginning. Um we show up uh, I think a Friday morning we show up for the for, for the Friday morning shift and uh, it was 11 a.m. Show up. Obviously, I got to get a rye. You know what I mean? I had to uh, before we started playing. <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself I wasn't going to drink that much that weekend. I lied. Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, the first shift looked like the first five games. It looked like it was scoring really well. Like I had, I think I had a 15 and a half or so, but like Alex had a mid 14. Um I want to say Matt Walker had a low 14. Like there was, there was a couple guys that had it. And, and even after the shift was done, I think there were six guys over 2,100. And then I had a, I had a, a good 24, obviously. Right. <laughs> I, 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 you beat the field <laughs> by 200. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like it was scoring really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had said to a couple people that I went through some balls, uh, the Sunday beforehand, and that was the first time I'd played since we got back from Newfoundland. And um, I was just trying some things. I, I, I never, ever uh, – I'm going to get back to that turn, to turn in a second, but I never switched sliders and heels and anything. Nothing. Never. But after Newfoundland, I was like, my knee is absolutely torched. Like, I can't do it anymore. Uh, it was so bad, obviously, the slide. We've gone over it many times in this podcast. Um, I went to an S10 and an H7, and I slid for a week, man. No problem. <laughs> No problem. It was like it was like I had never felt sliding before, and and all of a sudden I could get a follow through going, and I could throw the ball where I wanted it to go, and everything felt great. I was like, all right, I'm we're good. So went into the shift and I felt good. Everything was awesome, and it was like an ice rink. It was no problem. Um, so I I was obviously feeling really good. The scoring I thought was decent. It has black bases. Uh, it's a, it's pretty fast. It's probably like uh, Regina fast. Um, okay. so it's, it's pretty quick. The ball, the rings will come back on your ball. Uh, so you got to play it where you want it. And, uh, if you can do that, then you you should be no problem. But like old red deer. Yeah. Like, like red old deer red. a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Cause you could, you could definitely throw from the one side and it would slide over to the other side. No problem. Um, so obviously there was a couple guys that were still scoring. Like Alex still had a, a good score. I think he had like a 2190 or something like that. 2179, it looks like, yeah. 2179. And he, I think he didn't have a very good last three games. So, uh, like, he, he was. He had a one, 198, 248 coming in. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. his last two games were not that great. Like, he, he definitely was showing up that, that turn. And he has showed up since Red Deer. He made yeah. a couple changes uh, to his game where he's now throwing this little tiny baby hook with a good speed. And he's got a great shot on him right now. So, he's looking good. And I, um, He's going to have a, probably a really good year next year for anybody who's looking to investment seminars if they're out there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, yeah, Sly said he's been working really hard in his game, so kudos to him. He's always sure. been super talented. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, after that, we went to uh, – we had the Bakers that night. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it because it was like a little we, – we tried something different. We did the Bakers, but we put two teams on a lane. So yeah. it, it went a little longer than anticipated. Um, we were still scheduled to be done around 1245, 1230. Uh, not going to get into much like logistics of like what's happened with centers and whatnot. Um, but it was still a good night. Still had a great time. Um, 
Yeah, it, it, it was awesome. And uh, go Jags. You know, I mean, I was playing with Al. <laughs> Man, playing with- kudos, good for him. I, I yes. felt really, I was yeah. really happy for him, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Al, yeah. We were, we were yelling, go Jags. Cassie was on the lane with us, too. She was playing with Greg and uh, Jarrett. And Jarrett was obviously lit up. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No. no. <laughs> yeah. So... We were yelling out, go Jags. Cassie's getting all pissed off. She goes, can you guys just stop? Like, what's wrong with you guys? And we're, oh, uh, yeah, we're having a great time. So that was a good, it was a good time on, on uh, Friday night. And just, like, you heard a couple people dropping out before the tournament. So you just didn't know what the, the turnout was going to be like on Saturday. But Saturday was awesome. Like, you still saw some faces from old, faces from new. You had kids there from that are in YBC that are ready to go to uh, YBC Nationals. And it was like they were playing the first Kurt Cash tournament, and it, like, it just reminds me of like what you guys were like 10, 15 years ago and how much you've grown. And I want to see, I want to see that happen for us as well. So it was Absolutely. really cool to see that. Um, we did have a, uh, we did have a seminar by the way, but that, that, that's, another, <laughs> that's another thing here or there. Uh, <laughs> um, this, this, the, the Sunday format was a little different. So the cut was off. Let me go back into this. So obviously the center, I said it was pretty good scoring. I felt so. But if you watched, the more I watched it on Saturday, it looked really tough. It did. It Like you watched good bowlers. Like Greg had to play twice and he had a, what, an 18, a 18.70 and a 20.40. And a um, yeah. yeah. Sly had to play three times. Yeah. Right? Like good bowlers, man, had to play multiple times, two or three times. And uh you could just see that the scoring was not as good as I, as I thought it was on the Friday. And I was like, wow, this is uh, like, this is going to be a challenge, man. Um, yeah. When you shoot 2,400. <laughs> oh, you think, it, you think it's easy. Yeah. You know, you think yeah. it's easy. Yeah. No problem. Exactly. But so you know what? what, what 1975 made the cut. Uh, yeah, 73 or 75. Yeah, which is like, which is crazy again, because I want to reemphasize something. We had a club tour at Elmira and we had 110 entries and we took 24. So tw- 11 less. Which was 17 inches black bases, just so we're clear. Okay, like it's it's candy, but it was 2160 the cut there, and this is 1970 with 10 more bowlers. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that's crazy. Yeah, that is. Yeah, but it, it's good because that that also creates reentries, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, there was guys that were reentering with like 2020, but you didn't know. Like Charlotte almost bowled again. I think she had like 2030 or something like that, and like. At first glance, you're looking at it. You're like, okay, you're eighth after the first shift. In theory, if you go eight, 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 you should be twenty fourth. So you don't know what you're going to be. You're talking about it. You're figuring it out. But there was still a lot of good bowlers to go in that last shift, and you didn't know what was going to happen. Um, for her for wanting to reenter, though, is she's all drive, though, isn't she? She's all drive. There's no talent there at all. <laughs> like absolutely none. <laughs> she's going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She'll get me on the weekend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sunday came around and they had a so it was the top eight had a buy, and then nine versus twenty four, ten versus twenty three, et cetera, et cetera, for a five game match. So the first year they ran it, That's they did an A side, B side for the entering to get into the top sixteens. But I, me and Mike discussed it, and I said, listen, for time frames, and just to make it overall easier for everything, I said, so why don't we do a one game, one match, five games? And it should it should even it out because it should still give you a fair bit of chance. If some guy shoots a nine and a half at you and you've got a low eight, you still got a good chance. To, you still have a chance to come back. 
Um, and we went with it, and the time frames were bang on. We were done at 11.10. We were ready to go at uh, 11.30 for the next round, and it was bang on. No problem. Awesome. Yeah, it w- went really well. Um, we did the A-side, B-side, obviously. And uh, I can't remember who I played my first round. Um, oh, I played Greg. I played Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Forgettable. <laughs> Did you uh, stop him twice? Yeah, I did stop him twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, he I, he just beat Charlotte, and he shot a four hundred one game three, um, and uh, or game four. Sorry, going into game three, it was like eight ten to like seven seventy or something like that. Though Charlotte was staying in it, and then uh, Greg throws the four hundred, he blows her out of the water, and uh, that was her first cut ever made, though. So that was like yeah. you know a tough tough opponent to play your first first round, yeah. oh, you yeah. know. I go up against Greg. I shoot three forty to his buck seventy. Yeah, and three thirty eight, one seventy five. Actually, then, funny guys, story about this. Go ahead, Dex. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, as I said, then you had you shot a whopping two nineteen and still gained two sticks on him. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um, funny story about that one though. We come up on the we were blowing on three and four, and the right before that, Jim Head was on that uh, lane against whoever he was playing. And there was a, score, a couple scoring corrections with the board, or so, the board was, had to get fixed, or something like that. So I go to Greg, and uh, there was a two. Alex was on the lane as well with um, I think his name was Drew Wagger was with us as well. So we go, we discuss it. We're like, okay, we're gonna stay here for the first game, no matter what. If it's if it does it consistently in scoring corrections, we're gonna go to 11-12 and we'll get out of the way. First game, I shoot the three thirty eight. He shoots a buck seventy. There's like four scoring corrections. Greg's like, do we want to move? I'm like, nope, yeah. nope. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine what Greg said to you. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen his, this fucking up. His yeah. eyes popped out <laughs> of his head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we ended up moving halfway through game two. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Because I only had, I only had like 105th, and he was like, "Now's the time." <laughs> He's like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, we go. So we end up moving to 11, 12. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, he had a rough one. Um, but you know what? For a, I said to him, for a guy who literally couldn't throw strikes, it was. It was actually unbelievable how he was staying in games. He, you'd watch his games. He'd be like, corner spare, corner spare, chaw spare, chaw spare. He was throwing it all over the side. He just couldn't score. And, and it was just, it reminded me a lot of how I threw the ball at Red Deer. I'm like, he could not get a fucking strike. Yeah. Um, but he was staying alive in games. And I think he even made it to the fours on the one side. Um, uh, I played him in the fours, I think, the one side. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely won his first match on the B side. Then he faced... Mike and I, did he beat Mike? I think he did, right? Yeah, he beat Mike. Yeah, yeah and then so I think, and then he, and then yeah, and then you beat him. Yeah, yeah. So but, I mean, for a guy who literally couldn't throw strikes, it's a pretty good outcome. I mean, I, again, I know 120 entries is not a huge tournament, but it was just a matter of still grinding it out. And he, we, he was just there for a, like a good time. You know what I mean? Like he came in for Thunder Bay, he paid 140 bucks, I think, for his flight. Just basically stayed with me. We had a couple drinks, you know. Went to the boathouse across the road. Had a great outlook, looking over the road, um, looking over the water. It was a good time. Um, okay, so then we play. I played. Uh, I played Drew Drew Wagger, and and that was it. Like this is where you knew you were going to go deep in the in the tournament because 
I was playing like garbage, and he was just letting me win. He goes up. He's got me dead to rights. He's got me dead to rights in like the uh, the ninth frame. He goes up, and I think he I think he gets a fuck eight frame or something like that. And no offense to Drew, because Drew's actually a good board. He's just from a smaller zone. Um, but I don't think he's been in that situation too many times. He went up, got like an eighth frame, and then he goes three through the hole in the tenth. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, I needed like ten. Like he had me. And uh, I was just like, sorry, man. Like, yeah, it just it was rough to see because you could see he was, like, really nervous and he was trying, but he just never been in those situations too many times. So it was just uh, it was just rough to see. Um, and every deep run, learn, right? right? Yeah. Every deep run has that, like, one moment. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right, Adam. Absolutely. You know you got to get lucky a couple times. There's no, yeah. there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Hmm. No, yeah, there was, a, there was a couple good matches, though. I think uh, Mike Torville had an 800 double. He was down by 100, I think, against Bobby. Bobby starts off. Their brothers were facing each other. Yeah. Uh, of course, the mom and dad were there cheering them both <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> eh? um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby shot 800, and then Mike went uh, 189, and then his last two were 386, 410. Yeah, not, not bad. Not bad. He started on the first nine. He started on the first nine that three eighty six game. Yeah, yeah. He he literally could have beat Bobby with his just his last two games. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> Bobby said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but and that's that's no knock on Bobby. Eight hundred no. isn't a bad score. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, especially there. Like I said, it was just interesting to watch, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, y- you know, uh, R- uh, Ryan. Or sorry, Jonathan Cowan versus Al Paquette too. 809 to 804 came down to, and there was three hundreds coming home the last two games. Actually, I'll I'll talk about that with uh, John Cowan because I I remember bits and pieces. I I looked at the scores uh, like a week ago, but I kind of forget right now. But John Cowan, he plays me in the uh, whatever round it is. I, I want to say it was the fours or something. It was, like yeah, that. yeah, it was the fours. So he plays me in the fours. He goes up in ten. He's got. 230, I want to say he's got 230-something or 220-something in, in seven, seven. He's got a double going to 10. And I've already finished. I got 229. I wanted 229 is my number. Yeah. And he goes up and he picks the first ball on 10. And you know, it's like, you know how that goes, Adam? Carry Dex, you know exactly. You only got 3-0 instead of taking me down by about 130. Yeah. Uh, I start on the first seven the next game against him. Yeah. And yeah. You, you just know you got to put that away when you can. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You're sitting there thinking as like, okay, this is this is my opportunity to build a giant lead, and then the other guy's watching is like, oh man, this guy's gonna build a giant lead. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't, and then Relief. that momentum switches so quickly. Yeah. Just yep. because all, even even though you're down, now all of a sudden, it's not in, ir, insurmountable, right? And I, all of a sudden, it's a couple of I, frames all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, oh, it ain't that bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And I wasn't even playing well. I went spare three bagger for two twenty nine. Like I was playing garbage, and he could have <laughs> yeah. he could have put me away big time. Um, yeah, and I come back with the first seven. I think I should like three fifty or something like that. And uh, three sixty nine. Yeah, three sixty nine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and and you know what? You could tell John just wanted it so bad. You know, he wants like. Um, He's really become a player in the game the last couple of years, and he wants to take that next step, and he wants to be recognized as that. And he, he is. Like, I recognize him as a great player. You know what I mean? I don't think he has much to prove to anybody. I know he wants that win. You know what I mean? I get that. Um, it's just he puts... 
fortunately for for his pedigree, he needs that win as well. Yeah. Right. No. Oh, like, for so sure. One of those things. But yeah, no, I agree. He's he's trending upwards big time. For sure. It's just he puts so much pressure on himself. I think to to win that one match, um, and and you could just see it like when he you know he shook my hand and you could just see like. He was kind of upset with how it went down. And I'm like, I get it, man. Anytime you lose, you're going to be upset. But, like, I had a lot of respect for him because he didn't lose his cool. He he, he didn't go smash anything. You know what I mean? He was just like, all right, my bad. Like, I lost. Sorry. You know? And, and it was just not nothing but respect. Nothing but respect yeah. there, for sure. There's a maturity level, right? And all it takes is a few years like that. And especially being around the tour and the, the for the majority of people that are on tour there is that that like respect factor and maturity level that's just naturally built and all of a sudden you kind of become part of that culture and it, it, it improves your game and you, you realize you don't have to run everything out you don't have to expend all that energy like it, you start to realize by by you know being around all these guys and I, I, he, he's a perfect example of that yeah yeah yeah, um, you start to learn how to conserve that energy, and that is that is massive. It honestly is. I uh, I played I played DJ um, in the round of the finals on the A side, and uh, DJ's had you know some life life issues come about lately. So I don't I don't know too much about it, obviously. But he um, he showed up with his mom there, and his mom was cheering him on. And uh, I was just trying to do my own thing, and uh, I threw a strike for like a triple the one time, and there was like a leaning corner, and it falls over. And, and all I can hear is, oh, damn, it went over. <laughs> I'm like, what? Right? And so everybody starts laughing. I was like, oh, thanks, Mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> DJ, DJ win the, uh, I think I was down, I was up 70 the first game, and then DJ came back with a good three, and I had a low two or something like that. But it was like, um, it's just been the tail of my season. You know what I mean? I have no idea kind of. Uh, me and Dougie were talking about it that day. Actually, it's just like, what what guy's gonna show up on that day for for myself this season? That's kind of how it's been. Yeah. Um, but DJ took advantage of it. Uh, actually, I want to tell some. Okay, so I don't know about you guys. Do you guys have any uh, Monster Energy drinks? Do you guys ever eat, drink those? Yeah, used to. Long more more Red Bull. More Red Bull. So <laughs> yeah, Adam's a big Red Bull guy. No, so, not, <laughs> not not for a while. So against Greg, guy says, "Hey, I'm going over to the corner stores. Anybody want anything?" I usually drink the like the no sugar ones, and that's and that's what I drink. So he gives me a no sugar one. He gets it to me. I pump this thing, no problem. Obviously, I had a couple of drinks. Um, all of a sudden, I start like getting like really jittery, man, like super jittery, and like I'm I'm I truly believe like that was like one of the biggest downfalls. I'll never do that again. I will never have a Red Bull or something like that while I'm bowling. My hand, my hand. My hands were like shaking. I never really? shake. Yeah, I oh, was man. never, never again, man. See, I can drink one of those and go to sleep 15 minutes later. Well, you have a soul of like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it makes yeah. No, no difference to me at all. So I don't drink them because it doesn't help me. Crazy, man. But, I, yeah. I, I never touch that stuff again. I'll never do it. Yeah, um, the only yes. one that did, does anybody remember the old Red Bulls? Like, no. No. Like the, they were like the the original Red Bulls were like little small square bottles, and it was a syrup. Really? Yeah, you can all, and now they're illegal in Canada. You can only get them in like Thailand, but like huh. it was full, of, it was full oh, of shit. And uh, yeah, I drank two of those before my math diploma, and I couldn't stop shaking. But it was those <laughs> those, those things were phenomenal. But this new carbonated garb, it's garbage. It doesn't do shit. 
I mean, if you put vo- if you put vodka with it, it's not so bad. Anyway. That, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> For all those kids out there, it says right on the side of the energy drink not to mix with alcohol. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the old jolt. The jolt. Yeah. yeah the oh, jolt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I think the last match before I played DJ again, cause DJ beat me there, uh, Alex, I played Alex Samir in the, in the finals on the B side and basically it was, it was a up and down fight. Uh, it comes down to the 10th frame. I threw a double going in eight, nine and he goes up, he misses. And I'm like, once he missed, he gave me, he gave me a chance, but then he, he cut through ruthless cut through yeah. on the inside. Oh my God. And that, that forced me to have to go, I think like strike corner. And I threw I threw the double to to win, but like Alex played so well that whole weekend too. Like it was just you know again he's been on a nice little heater for the last like two months or so. Yeah. Uh, props to him for sure. Totally. Yeah. But it was a good little, it was a good tournament, man. It was a fun yeah, tournament. No, congratulations to them. Yeah, awesome seeing. So cool. Um, great playing, Mitch. Yeah, uh, your run. qualifying shift yes, is uh, that that alone was awesome watching somebody win the qualifying shift by 200 is pretty <laughs> that make, makes up for your five shifter in red how does that type of event like two weeks before you know your master's nationals and in between obviously a, a, a successful open nationals how much confidence does that give you to kind of continue coming into to edmonton for for this week you know, Adam, it's like bowling is just a game of like highs and lows and trying to keep the lows high. You know what I mean? It's just you're trying to ride that wave the best you can. It's really difficult, like I said, this year because I don't know what guy's going to show up and I'm trying my best to stay positive because even at Open Nationals, I was on a heater for the first nine games. I was like 290-something, playing really well. And then all of a sudden for five games, I shoot 1,000. You, you, you know what I mean? I have no idea what guy's going to show up there and I hope – just like I said, if you stay positive enough, if you can keep your highs high and your high and your lows high enough, you should be all right. But going into that tournament, it made me feel like uh, it made me feel like I found it a little more consistently again. Yep. Um, that field, though, the the one thing about it is, and I was talking to uh, Ryan O'Callaghan about this yesterday because uh, he might have asked me for some odds and some teams or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but <laughs> that, that field and how difficult it is to have to win match play, no matter who, no matter who's in that field, if you can go win the, the open national, the open nationals is 21 games of straight score. You know what I mean? You get that number one seed. That's a huge advantage. And it's a, it's, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's an almost W, but it's, it's a good percentage wise that you're going to probably win that tournament. If you can be the first qualifier, um, in this one, it just makes it so much more difficult because you've got to play match play. So you've got to probably go somewhere around like 14 and seven to be the number one qualifier. Maybe, maybe 13 and eight will get you there. It depends on some tiebreakers. Um, but that's still a really close uh, proximity where you're going to be with the other players. And you still got to play two out of three. It, at the end of the day, it's going to be a really difficult field to play against. I feel confident. I feel good. But you got to go into that tournament the same way you went into Midland of 121 entries. You got to go in that tournament the same way you went into Red Deer, the same way you went into Regina, the same way you go to Club Tour. It's just the same mindset of all times, right? And just be professional. Just try your just try your best at all times. And I, and I think uh, you can't go wrong with that. But I I feel good, Adam. Good, good. You won't have any issues with your slide either. So. Oh, is yeah, there exactly. a good slide there? It, it, good slide? It, it's ice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very similar to Shane. 
Okay, that's good. It's quicker than Sherwood. I haven't played there since... uh, And I had... Go ahead, Dex. Yeah, no, I I go to a four when I go to Bonnie Dune. I actually have to... I have to... uh, yeah, go go with a, a longer slide when I go to Bonnie Dune, which is interesting. But anyways, if we're going to talk about Masters, we're going to bring yes. in our special guest, the chairperson of Masters Nationals. Um, she does so much work for bowling. Um, she's also Jen Baker's mom, but she's far <laughs> more than that. Uh, we're going to bring in Miss Kelly Cornelius. Hi, Kelly. Kelly. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> Can we hear? Oh. Can you hear us? Oh. Yeah, you're just quiet. I'll turn you up here. The phone. Oh. Is that better? Oh, a little bit. Is your is your phone turned up all the way? I'm on my laptop. Oh, it's getting better. <laughs> you're just gonna have to talk louder. Wake everybody up. <laughs> oh, maybe that's gotta turn it up. <laughs> that's really loud. Is that better? Oh, that's your speakers. Oh. No. It's my uh, head. It's a technology blockade. It's all right. It's all right. We'll we'll just let you talk really loudly, and we'll we'll try to stay quiet. Oh. I'll try to be loud. I'm tired today. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I doubt imagine. it. I don't doubt it. Welcome aboard. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. How excited are you for the weekend? Uh, pretty excited. It's uh, it's been a lot. Uh, not gonna lie, it's uh, yeah, it's it's big. It's huge. Uh, but um, learned a lot. Uh, dealt with some really amazing people, and um, here we are. So I'm at the hotel now. Uh, we're going to get things set up in the registration room tonight. So, um, this place will be buzzing by tomorrow night. Yeah. Early arrivals start tomorrow. Um, although I think we do have some people that are already here. Um, and then the rest of the arrivals will be on Friday, right? That's correct. Yeah. Tomorrow, a lot tomorrow. Uh, but I do hear that there's some flight problems already, so. Oh, no. Lovely. Yeah, some Newfoundland delays and so it should be interesting to see uh make sure everybody gets here on time yeah yeah for sure hopefully it's not like everybody trying to get home from newfoundland because there was a few that it was quite a few days took them to get home oh, like from the nationals yes oh really oh well I, I do know that somebody's here at the hotel already that came in on mon i think monday and uh, they have no luggage still. Wow. Including their bowling stuff. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody needs anything in like terms of bowling balls or stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. I've got, you got covered. You got I've covered got pretty it. much everything there is possible to have. So let me know. I could I could help people out in that way for sure. Yeah, if there's one thing about this community. Like, if anybody needs anything during the event, just ask, right? Yeah. Cause so somebody will have something to, to help out. Yeah, wow. we, we have a really solid community here, so we'll, we'll, make sure, we'll make sure you're taken care of for sure. Um, I, I will mention that to them, and, and uh, it's some folks from Newfoundland, so. Yeah. Deal. Okay. Yeah, they, we'll make sure to help the them luggage, out. 
they think the luggage actually might still be in St. John's. They don't, they don't know where it is. <laughs> uh, always make sure you pack your bowling shoes in your carry-on. Yeah. You can always figure out balls when you get there. Yeah, is that so, Adam? That is so Dexter. <laughs> it's like, I, I could not imagine you throwing a house ball. Cannot, cannot see you doing it. Can you imagine I how would, fast that thing would go? I wouldn't enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> Johnstone bowl uh, with house shoes, his 450 at Bonnie Doon. Oh, yeah, with no warm-up, too, I think. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I watched that before. It was the athlete of the week. Yeah, that's right. That's it was right. after the week, right? I remember yeah. being like 16 years old. I watched that thing on YouTube. Like, what the? F- what? Is, what is this thing? Right? <laughs> they got all these. They got all these like uh, videos of him throwing a strike at Bonnie Doon. I'm like, this place got to be easy, man. <laughs> it, it wasn't then. It was, no, it I heard it was. Days. I heard it wasn't that back then. Yeah. It 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 was really good for a while, and then it was really hard for a while, and then it was now it's like lights out. It was so. probably pretty good back then, though. Because that, that was about the same time Paradise was about on par with them. Uh, no, when Johnny threw his two perfect games, I think I was high average in the city at 263. So it wasn't fantastic. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I remember playing there in 08 for YBC. I mean, so I, it's been a long time. But um, You and Derek Gall, if I remember. Derek Gall W. Derek Gall. That seems to come up on podcasts quite a bit. Derek, <laughs> yeah. Derek called W, man, it, and it was it wasn't that easy. I, I mean, threw a ball a lot different, but it was. Uh, it, I don't remember being that easy then. So that was the last time I played. It was still wood on both sides, like yeah. wood for approach, wood and uh, lanes. Yeah, yeah. So Kelly, you want to walk us through what's going to be what's going to go on this weekend? Sure. Um, so, <laughs> so, so enthusiastic. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. I was just drinking my water. Um, I wish I could have a drink. I told Dexter that yesterday. Um, I, I'm actually allergic to alcohol, so I haven't had a drink in like 30 years. Like it's been a long time. And Jen, it was Jen's fault. After I had Jen, that's I developed an allergy. And uh, so, anyway, I told Dexter yesterday. I said. There's going to have to be a lot of people having a drink for me. <laughs> I, I that, think that Sha- can happen. Shauna's also allergic to alcohol, but no. she found a solution. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the smell of that, though. <laughs> that, that's, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, so tomorrow it starts registration room. I think our first uh, group is supposed to start coming in around noon. And then we've got uh, three in a row of big groups. I think we have Manitoba, um, uh, Quebec, and Northern Ontario. I think the three of them are like, you know, an hour apart. So that'll be keeping us busy. And then Quebec doesn't, they're the last ones in at 9.37 or something like that. And then uh, Mitch and his group and BC come in a minute apart on the first. So there'll be a, a big big group then, big gathering, and then, um, yeah, let the fun begin, so then there'll be, uh, July 1st is the opening ceremonies, and uh, everybody will have to practice, and figure out those buses are all good to go, and uh, people good to go, and then uh, opening ceremonies, we have some special entertainment, I'm not going to tell what it is, oh. but, um, but we do have some special entertainment to hopefully keep everybody um, 
in the in the evening because usually at opening ceremonies people lose interest uh, pretty quick and so so we're hoping that uh, by doing what we're doing it will it will help a little bit um, and then um, start bowling on Saturday I got my days so mixed up I want to say Tuesday Wednesday uh, I guess I should go back to that even I mean why we ended up where we ended up uh, COVID and a hotel that wasn't willing to work with us and so we needed to we had to change our dates uh, yeah. to find another hotel and we changed them quite late in the game and um, and busing uh, busing was a bit of a problem because school buses um, had to take kids in school till today so to yesterday or today so we didn't have buses either and motor coaches were just astronomical price we just we just couldn't do it so anyway that's why the dates changed so it's just weird saying we're having a banquet on a Tuesday night but uh, and then uh, Alberta night we got some fun planned um, it's uh, festival city is our theme so we got some festively like entertainment coming uh, the rookies are, are doing some entertaining for us too and there's from what I've seen come in there's some pretty good stuff there so it should be a fun entertaining night we're not doing a dance that night um, and then we have two nights of groups can go do their own thing uh, go out for dinner go to the mall go do something if they want we've got a hospitality room both those nights oh and then on uh, Tuesday we have our last day in our closing banquet and so um, I want to thank uh, you guys uh, Dexter and Carrie for all the work that you've been doing on setting up the live stream um, that's really exciting for a lot of people to be able to watch from back home so thank you so much for for what you do uh, for our sports it's amazing um, I've enjoyed it myself watching through COVID uh, watching the pro league watching some of those other competitions you guys had that Mitch and Dexter the barn burner <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah barn burner uh, to the best scoring centers in the country we both suck <laughs> they, were, they were splitting funds anyways. It didn't matter. Oh. <laughs> the, the W still matters. Oh, yeah. It did. It did. <laughs> but I enjoyed that I, very much. It was something to do, something to just stay involved in bowling. Uh, like Dexter said, I mean, I certainly am not the caliber of bowler that any of you are and never have been. But uh, I started bowling when I was 12 in the YBC and uh, bowled till I was about 19. And you know, was an adult and whatever, and then I, I never went back to bowling until my kids were a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little bit older, I suppose. And I was actually pregnant with Jen when I threw six strikes in a row and I had a 336 or something like that. That was my highest game ever, so maybe it was meant to be for her. <laughs> so she gave you your best game of bowling ever and then took away drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Wow. <laughs> That's a terrible trade. <laughs> That's a bad trade-off. <laughs> But the hotel is all ready for us. There is a pub here uh, oh. that seats quite a few people. Jen and I actually went May 3rd tonight, and there's, uh, it seats quite a few people. So there's some dartboards in there. I think there's three or four VLTs or something. Uh, dartboard seems big. like a bad idea. <laughs> great, great idea. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, so there, and the, the room that Jen and I have is quite nice. I, I hope that... Uh, most of them are um, for everybody, and I said there's some people here, but uh, it'll be a full house here. But they've had two test runs. They had a 400 people wedding, 
and uh, some other uh, group was in here already so and everything went off really well I asked if they run out of water or hot water and she said I heard there was no complaints so either that or they didn't shower I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair yeah it's it's a it's a nice facility the the, the banquet facility is beautiful it's massive yeah. Tons of room, which is which is great. It's beautiful. The atrium in the main area is like really nice too. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a pool and there's actually oh. a massive workout room uh, with a track, like so you could a walking track. It's huge. Hmm. That'd be fun to walk when you're fucking hammered. <laughs> I, I don't see that being utilized. <laughs> the stairs. Yeah. So there's four there's four floors in here, and the only two elevators, like most hotels. So you can take the stairs, but the stairs aren't just straight stairs. They've got a little bit of a curve to them. They've got a wide side and a narrow side. And I'm just like, should we take bets now on how many people will fall down them? Oh, for uh, sure. Your your daughter will be the first one. <laughs> she did it well. She hasn't yet, but then they haven't started drinking. So. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, do we want to tell them who's in charge of like transportation and stuff? Yeah, so I was going to mention that. I was uh, very fortunate to have some great people on our host committee, which, again, uh, basically in March just kind of threw it together. So really, we've been working our butts off for about three months here. Uh, Bruce Horder is our transportation director, and he's been quite excited oh, no about way. doing it. He's been right into it. That's awesome. Uh, and he has Carry Joe and uh, Scott Wiseman as his helpers. Unfortunately... We were unable to secure any shuttles this year because of the rental company shortage of vehicles, and we couldn't do it. So we are, some of us are using personal vehicles to do a couple of things, but for the most part, it will be the buses. And, you know, people from Alberta have their cars, and I know that we're hospitable, and we'll, uh, we'll let people ride with us if we have to, so that's, that's okay. Um, and then... Um, Matt Schultz, he was in charge of sponsorship, and it was just a tough go this year. Uh, COVID and, and the economy, people just don't have the, the money to, the budget's there for the sponsorship, so it was, it was tough. Uh, Jen is on our committee. She's helped uh, with the banquet and the functions. Dexter has, uh, <laughs> I asked Dexter to do communications. Well, what does that do? Well, you know, you communicate on, on Facebook, and, you know, somebody gets a really you know, a 400 game, or you do things like that. Well, it turned into a little bit more than that, didn't it, Dexter? <laughs> it is what it is. That's, 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 quite, that's quite okay. It's all right. <laughs> you you took you away my five pen universe helper, Kelly. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelly. But he's... It's a private company. You'll be all right, okay? I appreciate it. And, and Tim, too. And, uh, and then Brian Sudbury is the tournament director, so at the lanes. Uh, Jamie Sudbury, she's been uh, helping out with the Alberta website, so she's been going to be posting information and stuff on there and scores. Um, Blair Tuck is our treasurer, and we're very lucky to have him. He's a, he's a great guy. Incredible. Uh, and then there's uh, Ernie McCollum is our head judge of play. And then last but not least, Daryl from BPG. Uh, can't say enough about the things that BPG and Daryl himself personally have done for us in a very short period of time here and made things happen. Um, I'm so thankful for that. He's, uh, they did our program, so you wait till you see it. It's, uh, it's a class, it's, it's, it's very classy. So um, can't thank Daryl enough. 
Yeah, uh, Daryl doesn't get enough credit for the things he does behind the scenes for things, and he's a big supporter of a lot of a, a lot of stuff. So um, yeah, he definitely put in a lot of work into this. That's for sure. It's it's yeah. been awesome. Yeah, well, the, yeah, and the souvenirs that were ordered online, they're all here. So uh, Jen and I, after after I'm done here, we got to go downstairs and do some work. So and get the room all set up and ready uh, for tomorrow. So I've got lots of helpers, uh, lots of volunteers that have come forward to help with the lanes and do uh, the runners of the press sheets and uh, also here at the hotel with the registration and Jen and uh, Tegan McCarr is going to come by for a bit. Her mom's, uh, her mom's artwork, there's a little, uh, she made me a direction sign for the lobby so it's standing up in the lobby now showing you which way to go to, to whatever you have to go to. Um, and then she made me a really cool selfie frame for Alberta night so people can um, take a selfie. So it should be a fun night. should be a really fun night. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was so cool that Bruce is going to be the guy doing transportation. <laughs> I just think that's awesome. Like, I can't what, believe you said yes. I, 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 can you think of a better <laughs> so person awesome. to be like the guy to like greet you as you like enter Alberta? Yeah. Uh, that's just awesome. Incredible. Is, so Matt Schultz, I asked him. And it was dependent on whether he made the team. Sure. And he only had bowled, of course, the two tournaments before the last set. And so he says, okay, I'll let you know. Well, of course, Matt being Matt made it, made the team. So I said, well, now what am I going to do? So <laughs> anyway, he goes, I got an idea. And within about, I'm not even kidding you, it was probably an hour and a half. I had a call, or I had a text from him, uh, Bruce Mortar. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I said, what did you have to do to get him? But absolutely yeah bruce has been right into it he's got his spreadsheets he's got stuff going and uh bruce and i were talking about it and people you know missing the bus or doing stuff and we don't have shuttles so it's uh whatever and so i said yeah just heard the cats he goes well i used to be one of those cats so i know all about it <laughs> and i know how i'll deal with them so anyway he's he's great he's fantastic and he's also going to MC our alberta night as well Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's highly entertaining, so I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I look forward to it. You know, I, I I honestly can say a lot of people are just going, Oh, I bet you can't wait till this is done. And to be honest, no. I'm I'm proud of all the work that we've done and I'm not I don't want to regret it and I don't regret it. It's uh <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of work. I I work full time, so I go to work, come home do bowling go to work go home do bowling weekends do bowling like it's it's <laughs> a lot but yes. um i had like i said i had a lot of great people helping me out and uh keeping me keeping me going and uh we had some you know some productive committee meetings so we could get stuff done in a quick hurry so and martin of course stepped up and at the lanes there and uh he's Made, he's made that lunch deal that he's making for everybody to make it easy for people to eat. Yeah, that, um, that $10 lunch deal is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And, it, and if you guys are ordering those $10 lunch deals, throw the guy throw the guy a tip or two because, like, <laughs> that, that, that guy, just he, all he wants to do is just help people and, and make sure things run good and make sure people are fed. And I can guarantee you at $10 for that meal, he is not making a dime. So, um, What's the $10 oh, lunch deal? Okay, it's a, so you get a salad of your choice. I think there's three choices. There's okay. a sandwich. I think there's three choices. 
uh, a drink, so either coffee or pop or whatever, and dessert, and have three choices. And, and a so, salad too, right? Uh, the, she yeah, said, salad, yeah, she said that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. For, for 10 bucks. Yeah, for 10 bucks. That's good. I'm going to probably need like... Is, Sorry, I'm gonna probably need like three of those because I only bowl like three hours, so <laughs> I'm gonna be hammered, and I don't know how we're gonna. <laughs> you you don't get lunch breaks. It's just yeah. seniors and teaching. So Carrie, bit, you got uh, uh, Martin and Marissa have been amazing and just just so uh, accommodating for everything, and their staff. So you have to order an hour ahead. They're gonna put the sheets out. Order an hour ahead, pre-order. They're gonna come around and collect your orders and your money. And because uh, I asked Martin, I said, "Do you want me to are my volunteers to do it?" And he's just like, "Nope, my staff will do it." So I just like, "Wow, that's uh, that's pretty nice of them." They're like, "Yeah, he's really that's Martin though." Yeah, he's better. yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to the hospitality that you guys are gonna bring for sure. It's gonna be top notch. I've I've been looking forward to this for probably a couple months. Um, this was the the goal, and to make it with you guys, it's gonna be awesome. I, you guys do a stand up job. I've I've never played a nationals in Alberta. Really? Never. So so this is going to be a big one for me. Right at home. Right at home. Yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like you're jaded on that, or what? Do you feel like? Uh, do you feel, like? I know you said just as many friends did, did, here did, watching. Define jaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I got a big target on my back. It doesn't matter where I go. <laughs> That's not, not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> No, you're uh, not I mean, wrong. No, I, I, I'm excited about the, the the prospect of it. Right? It's uh, it'll be interesting. There's actually going to be, you know, like a hometown crowd, which I, I've never had. Right? At least the the, the potential of that uh, that's out there. So I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to it. And that bowling alley will be full, right? Forty. It'll be packed. Bowling. So it's uh, it's going to be crazy how busy it is, but. Uh, I like, and that's one thing I do like about Masters is that you're done early. Like, you know, so you've got the evening to still do things if you want to. It's not, you're not bowling till 9 o'clock at night and kind of like at the open where it gets really late, especially Adam, as you know, when you do singles and Mitch too. You do singles and you do team while you're bowling a lot the whole day. And uh, by the time you're done, you just want to go to bed because you're done. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, it's, it's weird. It, Ma Masters, I almost find too relaxed though. Yeah. For, for for those four days, it, it's uh, the 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 open can definitely be like a lot, but the, the the masters almost seems too relaxed for for a masters or for like a national event. Yeah. The the first the first two days, right? The first two days are like the busy go go go. You have you have your your seven games, um, and you have like the Alberta night, and then you have your seven games the next yeah. morning, and then you have a night off. But then yeah, the the four games and the three games is so out of the norm for what what we do but it also makes sense because you're also dealing with seniors and the teaching and those things as well you know it's it's a different demographic for everybody right and i think that this year just being able to, to host all divisions and singles all at the same time uh, i think at least you know the singles won't be segregated and you know have have to, to find other things to do while the teams are playing etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, I know that that was one of the the, the toughest things uh, a couple of years back when when I was playing uh, thankfully I had you know Tracy Smith but uh, um, for for the most part we were on the the off 
uh, schedule the, to, to the rest of the teams, right? So hey, even the um, like the Alberta Knights and, and all that stuff, uh, we were bowling during all those events, right? So, so we couldn't partake in, in all that. So I'm, I, I think it's, it's going to be really cool to see everybody together at all these events this year. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Not having to coordinate buses all over the place. Yeah. The different bowling alleys. Yeah. Right? So maybe that's what, maybe Bruce wouldn't have agreed if he would have had to do that. You know, <laughs> but well, that's having one set, right, to go, one set of lanes to go to and back. So I want to go over that though, Adam, with you, like for a second, because it's, it's, it's true, like about the too relaxed part. Like I only bowl, I, I bowled it uh, like 10, 10 years ago in Sudbury for singles. And we used to have this, um, this East West Cup thing. Yeah. Do you, do you guys remember that? I don't, I, don't, I, yeah. I, I totally forgot Forth, about it. The, the Forsyth Cup. Forsyth Cup. That was it. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. So I, I asked um, about that like like a week ago. I was like, oh, do I have to do this thing? And they're like, no, they got rid of it a couple of years ago or whatever. But I was like, oh, okay. Well, good. But like at the same time, you only bowl for three hours. Thank right. God that all the teams are in the one center though. Because then you can go hang out, watch them, have some drinks, you know, at least, uh, at least partake in being part of that team. You, you know, it's different with the open because I've never done it with you, what you've done, Adam, where you're like both the singles and the, uh, and the teams. And it's like, but it's good because at least your team is there with you and you're there with your team. So you have some people like to kind of back you up, but in this you're bowling while they're bowling and then you're done while you're there. You know, so at least you can feel like you're a part of, uh, being a part of that team, I guess. The, the Or the contingent even, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At least you can go see the women's teams or the, the teaching teams or whatever. Because I, I, you know, we all know all the people from your contingent, even though they're they're teaching or seniors or whatever. You still know them. You can go hang out, talk to them, whatever. I'm actually kind of shocked that they haven't added like another round robin for the singles with uh, you know losing that that Forsyth Cup. Like like I said, you're you're going to a national event and you're bowling like ten hours over four days. Yeah. Like does yeah. that that does that make any sense? Uh, no, to, to, to me, it doesn't. Right. So but uh, I, I honestly think you get to a national event, you want the more more games out there because that's what's literally going to you know define the, the, the field. Right. Even if you still have, you know, the, the step ladder at the end type thing that that's fine. But, you know, you throw in like, why are you wasting time? I, I don't I'm know. In, I'm I in full agreement. And I, 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 I don't know the reason behind the number of games for any of it, but I wonder. I wonder if the reason why it is that way for the tournament division is congruency with the singles with the other divisions as well, which are done at the same time in the team. So the 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 teaching division. I don't know if you know how this works, Mitch, or not, but like the the single for teaching is on the teaching team, and they play at the same time. And then their score right. is also playing against another person that could be on the other team. in that lineup. Yeah, on that lineup at the same time. So I, I wonder if they do that for congruency between them. But that is that's that's good feedback that could be brought forward to the national board for sure. That's yeah, that's not a bad idea, Adam. I never even thought about adding another like uh, another another round robin to that as well. That 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 could definitely work. It's like you're you're only adding like two or three possible games a day type thing, right? Yeah. Or, like they, they they were doing it as a time filler for that Forsyth Cup, right? Right. Like it, it really meant nothing. The, no one if cared. You, if you want it, you want a drink ticket. Yeah, no one cared. Like, and you got a you know you got a shirt you'll never wear again, right? So it's uh, like we're we're at a national event, right? You, I do. You want you want the bowling 
out there. I, I'm totally agreeing with you, Adam. But at the same time, I do think we're actually spoiled by cash tournaments these days. I, I, I think we are because we bowl so many games in a day where you bowl that you can bowl 30 games, 40 games in a day when you bowl like a Sunday. And it's like that should be a meaningful win. And, and we do agree with that same when we're looking at Masters or the Open. You should have more games than what they're talking about to this day. Like I know not too much detail, but we play 12 games for our provincials. It should be more games. I always say this, it should be more games because it should mean something when you win that. And I agree with you as far as the singles go for Masters. Um, why not do another seven games? Whatever, it's two games, like you said, a day. But uh, that's good feedback. That's really good. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Um, Kerry, you guys are doing the 5PU... Um, um, streaming. Streaming, sorry. Streaming. Um, what do you got? What's your plan on that? What's, uh, what's the start off? Where's the end? Where's the finish? Who's on it? What's going on? Yeah, so we're doing three live streams. There will be two Five Pin Universe channels, one with commentary, obviously, and then um, the Masters has a YouTube page that we um, got up and running. So that'll <laughs> I'm, be. I'm, <laughs> I, I made one up last night, and I didn't tell the national board. So I made, I made a, I made a, a Masters Canada YouTube channel, but and I made a fake email. So if anybody needs that. In the future, you guys can have it, but it's there. Uh, Breaking yeah. news on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But just so we, for it could be all on YouTube, it's all recorded forever, um, and we can do it that way. So we'll have two streams, and I think we're going to try and make it um, so if somebody logs in, they want to watch the Teaching Masters, they just have to log on to one YouTube channel. They don't. They won't run into... Oh, you're watching te Teaching Masters this game. Now you're watching Tournament Masters. Now you're watching Singles. So, unfortunately, with the bandwidth and everything at Bonnie Dune, it's really good. But we all know that live streaming oh, is super dependent yeah. on the internet. So, um, we will be watching that very closely. So, we'll have one stream, hopefully, on Teaching Masters. One stream on Senior Masters and... The mainstream probably will follow tournament. It'll be men and ladies, obviously, as things go along. We're hoping to catch every single team at least once on a live stream. We're not going to try and miss anybody, but um, we don't want to move the cameras around every game like we did for Open Provincials. So we'll try and put them in the lanes that will get hit the most often. But uh, with such a large center, we run into Wi-Fi issues across the whole center too. So we'll... Uh, We'll try our best, and we'll try and make the best product we can. But it's uh, it's gonna be interesting because uh, my setup was supposed to be Friday night, but now there's opening ceremonies, and one of my helpers is being pulled away from me. So, uh, <laughs> and we don't even, actually, I don't even know if Bonnie Dune will be open due to Canada Day. So, um, yeah, so yeah. it might be an early Saturday morning getting things set up. So they'll be open, I think, Carrie, uh, because there's practice there like in the afternoon. And I'm sure right, but I work Canada Day, so it's not like I can be there in the afternoon. This thing called a job, eh? <laughs> sick days are for. Yeah, no. If, if internet becomes an issue, I already talked Always. to Martin, and we know we know how we're gonna shut down the the SSID if we need to. So we'll we'll shut we'll shut down the the Wi-Fi feeds as needed. I think we should be anyways. I. I yeah. think if you're at a bowling center and you're playing bowling or you're watching bowling, you shouldn't be on your Wi-Fi anyway. So turn your cell phones off. Yeah, just privatize it right away. Privatize it before you <laughs> change the password right now. 
yeah. yeah. Just with that amount of people, like the Wi-Fi is absolutely going to get crushed. Like we're pretty good lately that we can uh, isolate what we're doing fairly well because we bring our own routers and stuff in. But if the bandwidth is just being crushed in the building, it's tough to tough to separate everything. But yeah. we'll see. We'll we'll have we'll have some solutions. Yeah. yeah I have what to make um, sure you get the signals in there too. Yeah. What do you, what do you... Um, and just so just so everybody knows, um, fivepinuniverse.ca slash videos, you can go right to the website. It'll have all three feeds there, and you can run them all at the same time you want, or you can click on it, it'll take you directly to the actual physical YouTube channel, stuff like that. So yeah. we're Once hoping... We those links, too, we're going to send them off to the Masters Nationals website, and they'll have them up there as well. Yeah. I'll post them all on the Facebook page. It can too. be embedded into the website and stuff like that, so... Um, you don't have to go, we know, um, learning from what happened at open nationals, they had to create like a Twitch channel, a YouTube channel. I think they did some Facebook stuff too. We're just going to do everything at YouTube and hopefully it'll be a pretty, pretty one-stop shop kind of idea. Love it. What do you guys think of the, have you guys had a chance to look at the teams, uh, the men's, the ladies? I I could not tell you the teaching ones. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) But but the uh, like the tournament men's the tournament ladies I've had a chance to look at the tournament men yesterday. Um, the Alberta trading odds. <laughs> Just maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, you know what though I I will say this like that Alberta the Alberta team obviously will be the top dog in my mind. Um, but I think it'll be a to- a toss up between Manitoba and Ontario for the number two spot. Uh, just looking at those teams that on that Manitoba team has won a couple times in the last couple of years. Um, they're they're pretty solid. They're pretty good. They got Derek on there right now, like the recent um, Heritage winner, uh, yeah. Dwayne on there. He's had a, he's had a great year where he's had four ca- four cash tournament cuts. Um, great turn. But then the rest of the teams I've had a chance to look. There's some teams that I don't know all the names to be honest on it. Uh, what was it? Saskatchewan. I'm sorry. Uh, BC, I know like three guys on there. I think Jordan Shush is on it. Uh, Aaron King. Uh, it's a uh, Bob Herman. Oh, Bob Herman. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey Lawson, Jordan Shoes. Bailey Lawson. Sorry. Um, Kevin Heisler. Uh, yeah, I know Kevin. And then Tim Flack, Kevin, young, young guy. Kevin's made quite Kevin. a few open nationals. Well, at least one for sure. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know Kevin and I don't know Tim. Yeah. T- Tim Flack's. Um, young, actually, I shouldn't say like he's not long. He's not like eighteen, but I think he's gonna be like late twenties or so, somewhere around there. Really, really nice kid, plays very well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he he played a bunch of the cash tournaments. He used to play Scottsdale all the time and stuff too. So okay, the, the guy could definitely play for sure. Um, Saskatchewan, I was looking at that. I think it was Lonnie was on it with uh, Taylor, and there was one other name I knew there. Uh, Brian Askin. Dennis Brian Askin, Zachary. yeah. Dennis yeah, Dennis, okay. yeah, and then uh, Dallas Vandale. Yeah, I don't know him. Oh, fire, fireballer, fireballer. Was he, yeah, was he the one from PA. He, uh, remember, he 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 was the the gentleman who had the issues with the lane guards. Yeah, the, he, ish, he, the he issues. He completely the... revamped his game and played phenomenal. Come on, at was, the Open of 2019. Like he literally throws the ball 45 feet out every Straight single out. time he throws it. Herbert. It, yeah, we. <laughs> And we were Way at uh, we were at Abbotsford to start, and he was fine. And then we moved to Scottsdale, and Scottsdale had the the lane, the lane guards. guards, and 
like in his warm up, it's pew, just really? like clean. And then and then he 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 stopped doing it, and he was lights out. He was he was unreal. Yeah, yeah. He can he could he can he play. can play. Yeah, everybody's can play. Yeah, right. He Everybody who made like these teams can play. Oh, he's for just, sure. He's just a big, big dude. He reminds me of Shane. But it's funny. It's funny though, Adam. Like you know, I've been bowling these for 15 years, and uh, there's still people that you like don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's that's, still that's people. The beauty of it. It's crazy, and it, yeah. it, it, it's amazing how it's actually like we were talking about this. I think last time where there's still people in your home zone, like or your home like province that you don't know. They were like, I don't even know this guy. There was people that showed up at Midland that I had no idea, and they made the cut. You know, and I'm like, yeah. who are, who is this guy? But that's that's what it's about, right? That's it's crazy. That's the thing. Yeah, it's, Ca- it's so cash cool. tournaments all all the time. Red, Red Deer this year was a perfect example. Like all, the final all the four, kid, all the kids from BC. Yeah, yeah. right. Like yeah. I, like you know, old old Calgary, and like, it, it's so good to see just just the 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 varying and of all ages. They're yeah. they're all coming out. Yeah, that's exactly it. So just because we don't know somebody's name doesn't mean that they're not absolutely phenomenal because yep. we just haven't seen them yet, right? For sure. No, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really it's really neat. No, so I haven't competition's going to be awesome. I haven't had a chance to look at any of the ladies' teams, though. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte must be excited to be, to be playing. <laughs> yeah, she... Yeah, I talked to her the other day. Um, she... <laughs> Yeah, she's she's really nervous actually though, like super yeah. nervous. Yeah, nervous no, is okay. that's her first time, so she's uh, she's super nervous about like the team that she's playing with, like the some of the legends that are on the game that are on that team, right? Linda Linda Armstrong or um, sorry, Linda McLean. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like head over heels for sure about it. Um, it's a different team though than this year, I think, uh, than it has been in the past. Uh, I think it's Kim Serino, Sarah Gorman, Charlotte, Linda, and I can't remember the last one. Oh, Tracy Armisen. Tracy, yeah. Yeah, Tracy Armisen. So they have a really good chance, too. Who's the Alberta team? So the Alberta team is uh, Jennifer Smith, Heidi Mapstone, Diane Violini, Bonnie McDonald, and Bev Magnus. Oh, so that and, seems stacked, too. And Harvey, Harvey as coach. Oh, Harvey as coach. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a good time, yeah. I, yeah, I haven't had a chance too much to look at the, too much of the ladies' teams, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic scoring. How do you think the ladies are gonna score these days at Bonnie Dune? Is there like a deflection thing still going on there? You know, there definitely was before, but watching at the Open this year, it seemed way better. It seemed to be pretty pretty good for the slower ball speeds. It seemed to hold its own. So, um, the, yeah, the, the, the significantly slow still had issues, but, but e- e- even Diane's speed was holding. Yeah, and Diane Speed and it wasn't, wasn't previously. before. That's yeah. right. And you watch like and and uh Peterson or Ann Wilton and like her ball was working. And yeah. she threw tru- probably the slowest I've seen. I truly believe with those black bases, the newer they are, the higher they are, and the more they deflect. When they get rounded and they get like a little bit lower, they kind of resemble like the black base or the white base, sorry. Yeah. And it doesn't do it as much. Yeah. Well, take takes that extra three sixteenths down to even an eighth or yeah or whatnot, right? So make makes sense. Get, totally makes sense. When they sense. get older, it definitely helps them. How do you feel, Adam? Um, when we were talking about earlier about um, how slow the pace is, as far as like you know, you do seven seven four three. But do you feel like in Masters that you want to play on the team more than you kind of want to play singles because of that aspect? Like because you're only playing three hours in a day sometimes. 
I don't know. I think it all depends why what what your goal is, why you're there, right? The team, team events are always way more fun, right? You're always going to enjoy winning as a team, I think, more than that, that, that individualistic side of it. Um, whereas at least the Open, you have the opportunity to do both and, and win both, which is also phenomenal. But um, I, I just wish there was more games as a single. I, I think there there is enough games as that three-game round robin for, for, for the, the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't think there's enough for singles. No, I agree. Um, I had a goal in mind going to this year. that this The goal was to win a singles championship. It doesn't matter if it was Open or, or Masters. I was playing both, and mm-hmm. that's that is the goal. There's no two ways about it. But when I made that, when I made singles afterward, and I looked at the team, and I was like, uh, you know, I kind of wish I was on that team. That's and, fair. And, and it's just like you kind of like have you're jaded. You know what I mean? Like it's just I I want to be a, that's a part a team of that of team. Your that's a yeah, team you, of your buddies right there for sure. Now, yeah. now if you if you drop back though, you lose one of them. Exactly right. right? So and, so I mean, so then that changes your perspective a bit too, right? Yeah, it depends which one, right? So <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just that's the way it is, right? It, it, yeah. it is the way it is, and that's fine. It's just sometimes you have, kind of have that thought in your mind, you're like, oh, I kind of wish I would have played on that team, and and you know, you're always you're thinking about it, but yeah, it depends what goal, what your goal is, absolutely. You know, and and, and winning that that first you know title, like you always want to take that opportunity. Right, I, I'd say if uh, if you had a say a master singles, you know, behind you, uh, you're, you're probably rooting for for yourself to get to a team. Yeah, right. No, I, you you want to fill kind of all, all the buckets at some point, right? No, you're totally right, Adam. That's exactly why I'm playing this year. I I've never won a singles title. I've got two silvers. Uh, that's exactly it. Like, there's no there's no sugarcoating it. Like everybody knows it. It's uh, it is what it is. Uh, but worst problem is though is you put more pressure on yourself than anybody. Yeah. Right. So the, if you go play your game, you're you're unstoppable. So yeah. why 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 would you change your mindset going into anything? Because that's my mindset for every time. Well, your your goal is to win every tournament you go into. It's right? not just it's not just win though. It's it's be the best. You know what I mean? Like I, I, as much as arrogance as that wants to sound, and I mean I've told you this over the years and years and years. It's just I want to be the best. And there's no, there's no two ways about it. There's no, I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm not lying to anybody. That is what it is. Right. And, and I don't know how, to, how else to say that, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you have these goals in your mind to be, you know, once you, okay, Adam, once you came second in uh, the open singles this year and you had two already in a row and which I thought was unbelievable to begin with, um, I realized in my mind, like, I was like, I could probably never reach that level. I could probably never get to the point of being the best ever because it's already been maybe obtained. So it's, it's really difficult to think like that and, like, just say to yourself, like, this is the goal in my mind. And you have this pressure on yourself for 15 years, many years, uh, yourself a lot longer. It's just, it's just really hard. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, 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 the problem is the talent around this country is so ridiculous. And, and to, to even get out of your, your zone, your province, right? To even get to a national is one thing. And then, of course, you get to a national, well, you're playing the best in the country from their other provinces, right? So it's, it, it, it's extremely difficult to, to win in our sport at this level. It is extremely difficult. It's right? so hard. And, that, that, and once you do get that, that one victory, right, it, it, is it a flash in the pan, right? The, the, the hardest victory is your second one. Right, for we sure. We all said that. 
And you look at, you say your zone and you say your province and, and like you look at your province five years ago and then look at the players that have come in to it from up the ranks, like say Tyler, Brad, you add these players that have already, that you were already strong. You were already probably one, one or two. It didn't matter at that point. And now it's like a clear cut one to be really more, the more difficult province to make it out of because of how many players came up and how more difficult they made it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard, man. Like you're already difficult and now you get more players. It's really difficult. And then you get players moving in, you know, like Brad Glenn was there for a little while. He's obviously a top notch player. He moves in there and that just gets even harder. Well, that, that's why there's so, such a different variance in names that are making, you know, the master's team as well. Right. It's so hard to make it out. Like you, you give a guy, you know, six tournaments and uh, you have one like big, big, like 24 or something like that. And you, you get on. Right. It's, yeah, it's it. it, it, it. It's unreal. Yeah, but that, that's also why it's and, and it's interesting and it, it's a little bit off topic. But we're talking about like talking about like the C five Hall of Fame and stuff like that. It makes it so hard for I think a lot of Alberta players to actually make that list. If you make if you make the teams all the time, great. But that's that's a that's a hard feat to begin with. Making it out of Alberta is so hard in any any of the, the um, any of the bodies there is. It's going to be hard for a lot of people to make that Hall of Fame, whereas you have certain people who in, in in other provinces that that could make it continually and they get showings and maybe they may not win all the time, but All Star is such a huge part of it too um, that their their odds of of making it are, are pretty high. And it's not not just the the open anymore, right? So now now no. it's, it, it's open to to I don't even know what the 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 right. Bowling Hall of Fame. But it, well, it's essentially a Bowling Hall of Fame, which is the way it should have been as well from yeah. the start. But they, they needed a starting point. And, and quite frankly, I think the starting point is is spot on, right? You need some start. And in, in C5, you know, their their championship is the Open. So why not use the Raptors that you have to, to at least kick it off and then, you know, start, start expanding from there. So yep. uh, I, I love the idea. I love where it's going. Uh, there, there's so many players that I, I, I can't wait to, to, to see, you know, get in, whether it's uh, an early age thing. But to, to just based on what you've done on the lanes, and uh, I, I hope that they are able to overcome the individual provinces who won't put people's names through. Because it, there, there, there's there's certain there's certain players that, that belong in a Hall of Fame before they're ninety, and there there's got to be a, a different logic that, that that's in there. I, I don't think it necessarily needs to be you know a twenty five year old getting in right and type type thing. I don't think it has to be an age thing. It, it's what you've done on the lanes or off the lanes, right? That that define a Hall of Fame player you know by their their categories. So I, I, I just hope I, I, I hope it's the national board, not necessarily um, a province that puts names forward. I agree with that. Absolutely. I agree with that. Like there's certain provinces that aren't going to put names forward because they're not in their Hall of Fame Correct. Um, before the C5 one. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. It, yeah, from my understanding, it's it's provincial bodies that put name forward, and I do know that there are some provincial bodies that push to have some names in other provinces pushed forward because they're not being so. In any case, yeah, yeah, 
We're way off topic now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast, though, man. You just got to go yeah. with just vibe. Just yeah. vibe with it. Totally. <laughs> Kelly, is there one thing over this weekend that you're really looking forward to that you could divulge? Just seeing people. Uh, just seeing people again. And, you know, it's been a long time. And I think even the all the associations, um, that's all they said. They just care about coming here, bowling, and actually having the event again. And that's that's what's most important. The the sideshow flashy stuff doesn't really matter to them. They're just here to see people and be with people and bowl. Yeah. That's kind of where it's nice that we're having like two completely free nights too, and a hospitality room the entire weekend. Right, so like that that part's awesome. So there's lots of time to go down and spend some time in that hospitality room and see people and not create noise complaints. <laughs> That's gonna be fantastic. Uh, well, we got most of the hotel to ourselves, but it's it's one of those hotels that's uh, got the atrium in the middle, and so there's rooms around the perimeter. Perfect. So, um, no no bocce bowling in the atrium. Oh. Just down Gateway. Is, is, is Kevin Clark coming? No, I wish he was. Though. That'd be okay. fine. That'd be hilarious right. to see, though. Yeah, no, no bocce ball. That'd be fine. And the security, Jen and I just noticed here in the security, the the doors actually on each floor, you have to have your key to get in after seven o'clock at night. It's that kind of hotel, eh? Yeah. So don't forget your key. <laughs> <laughs> or you're not getting into your room. We're gonna have to fight off some crack addicts or what? <laughs> not, 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 not that part of town, I don't think. It's our original uh, destination was supposed to be West Edmonton Mall. And oh, it would have been great. However, uh, issues with uh, the hotel and COVID and things going on. But right now, there's uh, Valley Line construction, the LRT. Uh, on the main road where the buses would have had to go in and out of the mall. So we probably would have had to go the way to the other side of the mall. And there's a major, uh, the brick hockey tournament there. Uh, and that mall is nuts. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise that we're not there. And, you know, there's places within walking distance from here. The liquor store is 10 minutes up the road. <laughs> so, and I By think walk. it's important to everyone. Yeah. A walk, yeah, it's a 10-minute walk. It's straight up Gateway or Calgary Trail. You can go on either side. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I had some people messaging me this week asking if there's going to be liquor stores open, and they were from Ontario, and I was like, I it, it, messaging me this week asking if there's going to be liquor stores open. Uh, I don't. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, it's it's Alberta. It's the it's the land of the free over here. Like it's all privately owned liquor stores. Canada Day is a drunken shit show. Yeah. So uh, liquor stores will absolutely be open. I don't think you have any concerns. What are they open until like one or two? Almost almost every day of the week because we're horrible human beings apparently. Because <laughs> 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 we keep them busy. Yeah, I like that. Oil country. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't worry. Liquor will be readily available. Yeah. And I think there's, I think there's, is there a liquor store in the mall too? I think there is a liquor store in the Bonnie Doom Mall. Really? Uh, if I remember right. There used to be Dexter, but is, I don't know. Is there still? I don't know. Yeah, it's on the outside. You have to go through the one side of doors, and it's just on the outside. Yeah, you can't enter from inside the mall, but I definitely think it's there's one in the mall. So. Uh, me and Shelby may have hit it up at Open Provincials. 
Weird. I saw you play. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Tim Hortons has uh, will open early because the buses uh, will arrive there. I don't know, quarter to eight, something like that in the morning. So Tim Hortons has been open at seven thirty instead of their normal eight thirty. That's uh, awesome for our group in the food court. Uh, there's a, a bubble tea place or whatever that uh, lemonade. I don't know what it is. Right upstairs. Um, from the bowling alley, there's uh, another cafe up there, so they're all willing to uh, offer some extra time so that uh, people can do things. Bonnie Doon Mall itself doesn't have a lot in it, unfortunately, uh, for like a big shopping mall. Yeah, it used to a long time ago, but it's just there's Sears went out of there and uh, Zellers went out of there, so there's not much there anymore. But yeah, not really. Yeah. No, but it'll be, uh, yeah, but there is. Uh, Restaurants to walk to from here. There's the pub here. Um, breakfast every morning at six, uh, from 6 to 11 in the atrium uh, that comes with your room. So Awesome. Not a lack of food. <laughs> or booze. Bowling Alley, sell- <laughs> Bowling Alley sells drinks. We'll be all right. <laughs> so even at the hospitality room, there'll be a cash bar. Oh, excellent. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, that'll be excellent. Yeah, Mitch, I haven't hey. seen you in a long time. Like no, I know. I know. I know. I didn't come to the Regina, and I didn't come to any of those places. In, uh, I wish I didn't see Jen either, but I saw her a couple times. And... <laughs> she stomp you like normal? No. No. She, uh, you know what? We miss the same cuts all the time now. <laughs> No, yeah. I know. I love her. She's great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week. Um, well, she's, she's here all week helping out. So uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, getting all you guys together in the hallway to line you up, me and Jen. So that should be interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. Matt. I, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. You guys are going to have an awesome display. It's going to be a great time. Um, going to see all you guys. Um, annoying five-pin guy tells me that you're ass, uh, Weber. So... That's what he said. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, though. Remember the goat. Remember the goat. It's my boy. Some cl- conflicting reports here, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or, where, where are you posting your odds? Since since we can't do it on here anymore, I, I don't see them. Why not? Anymore. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why not? They don't condone gambling. doesn't mean they don't talk about it. That, that's that's fair. Hey, if, if you got your odds ready, I, I do have them ready. I do have them ready just for the men's teams only because I I did make a singles one, but there's no way I'm posting that. There's no way. <laughs> Dexter, I'm gonna send it to you right now. You can make a like a little thing here. Hey, oh, boy. are you All like right. third, third or fourth on your odds list in singles? I'm seventh. Seventh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't know if you can do a share screen or not. Uh, I know you can't do it with your phone. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna message it to myself on Messenger. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, These are always funny because they never yeah. like pan out at all. Oh, uh, they panned out perfect last time. I think. What, what, what are we talking about? We had the Edmonton men's team winning, right? We had yeah, yeah. We had um, an Edmonton single winning. We had you as the number one favorite to win. Um, where do I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? 
Yeah, I, I like every one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only one that went wrong was there's no 450 somehow, and no one lost with a 400. Like it's not not even close to 450. We had a we had an Edmonton men's player team uh, player pick a deuce, so I think someone did that. Uh, it was probably Tim. Two of them. I think I it was think. Tim. I think I it was think, Tim. I think Brad. Tim's kind of created a history of pick, ripping two. No, no, no. Brad, Brad, Brad threw in at nationals. Brad threw in at nationals. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is what we've come up with um, on the spot. I don't know if you can zoom in or not. Uh, or make a different font. Yeah, well, you can do that. Maybe. No, one time. Not, not a no. Oh, zoom. Here we go. Zoom. Oh, yeah. oh keep this, zooming. This keep zooming. Keep <laughs> zooming. Control plus. Control plus. There we go. There we go. All right. So this is what we have here so far. Um, I actually wanted to go with a minus uh, 140 with Manitoba over Ontario, but I couldn't do that to my boys. I couldn't do that in good conscience. Okay, no good faith there. Um, <laughs> Manitoba, though, has won. I bet he won't be last, Mitch. Oh, yeah, well, Dave Secord might be there. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, we got Alberta number one, one, minus 150. You know what, though? I, I think their team, they have a couple. What do they have? Ryland on it, Adam, Schultz. And who is it, Adam? Bobby Kite. Yeah. Bobby Kite. And Gary Baird. And Gary Baird. So you got Bobby's a rookie, and so is Ryland, correct? Correct. Okay, so you got two rookies on there. I mean, if you were going to have full blown uh, strongest team ever from Alberta, um, you might not have two rookies on it. So that was like a minus 150. So I think you're still getting pretty good odds there. Um, Manitoba and Ontario, that's the next two guys that you would have probably said that are the, the, uh, the, the favorites. Uh, the top three, and as far as medalists go, um, BC still has a great team. Saskatchewan, and all these teams obviously had everybody who could play, but uh, you had to go with Alberta still being the favorite at the homeland, especially playing in Bonnie Dune, eh, Carrie? Because they're all fire shooters, so that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just took my one shot. I got uh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> I took it last time I was on. I know. <laughs> no, not once have I ever said fireballer. <laughs> I know you didn't. You it's said different their wording, shot was different wording. You know, no, he, the way he explained it was a lot better than how <laughs> we're chirping him for it. That's fair. I will say that. I That's will say that. He said their ball was conducive to that spot because they played there multiple times and they can have the familiarity with it, right? And which is no, true. Nobody plays Bonnie Dune. <laughs> well, not anymore. Any, anymore. Not anymore, um, but that Manitoba team, man, you've got, like I said, you've got, I think, four hard shooters on that team. Like, Randy Morissette can still throw it pretty hard. Um, you've got Derek Orn, and there's another guy that throws it pretty hard on that team, too. Uh, well, Dallas. Yeah. No, no. No, that, Dallas oh, is no, a Manitoba. Sorry, Colton Colton's can throw it super yeah. hard, yeah, but yeah, he, he's got some good speed. And yeah. Colton has had a great season, man. For a kid he's, who's what nineteen years old, like he's had a great season. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. Yeah, and and a great attitude. I remember being in the room with him in Regina after we had a, a, some seminar of some sort. Um, we were in a room, <laughs> and I was just talking to him, and the smile on his face, and just like the way he brings himself in his attitude, it's just so positive, and it's yeah. a, it's infectious, actually. To be honest, I like hanging out with the kid. He plays the game the right way. He plays it with tons of enthusiasm. He plays it with a ton of emotion and aggression, but it's not obnoxious. He's just he's just a really good kid, and he's super appreciative, and he's he's just a, a really 
nice, young, respectful kid. And he so does have one genuine. knock for him, on him, though, is that he is related to Ryan O'Callaghan somehow. <laughs> Come on, where are they at? Long distance, like, 17th they're, cousins? They're cousins. They always, they always joked about Ryan being his... But being his uncle, and then it turns out he's at their actually cousins. So well, like um, Manitoba, Manitoba, or like Brandon, probably specifically, is like the Alabama of Canada, right? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, the, next on the list. Next wow. on the list. <laughs> okay, so Ontario obviously has a bunch of has a lot of veterans. Um, you have Jim there, who's been there. I think I think he's been like fifteen times. Like he's got to be up there, probably over ten for sure. Um, a veteran of Ontario has, uh, you know, his pedigree speaks speaks for him as itself. Uh, Jeffy's on that team. Cooper, uh, Dougie, and uh, Bobby Torville. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. it's a solid veteran team. It's just, uh, you know, like there has been some issues over the past, though, right? Like uh, a couple guys have played some, uh, like some weight issues, and like uh, you know, sometimes they're not playing as much because we had some COVID. Uh, uh, COVID lockdowns and whatnot, but it's they're they're still a veteran team, still an absolutely amazing team. But all these teams can play, and you have no idea who's going to take it down because at the end of the day, there's like there's no step ladder too, so there's no final meeting. It's just who meets up at the right times. Yep. What do you like What it. do you guys think? I I, I... Who, who who's on that Quebec team? See, they they seem really low. Max, uh, Matt Leonard. Um... Rock Duran, Matt Kowalchuk, and someone else. Uh, Patrick Leduc. Patrick Leduc. Yeah, so those three guys I really didn't know all that much. Yeah. Um, but and, they still have Max and Matt. And Newfoundland might be a little low, too. Uh, I yeah. Mean, you, you, got, you got Shane Chafe, uh, Mitch Pope. Um, you have Mitchell Williams, Stephen Brown, and then Noah Kelly, who's a, who's a young guy. I think he's just out of YBC, but he's phenomenal, too. So, so I didn't I, know... Mitch yeah. Pope, and I didn't know Noah Kelly. Noah Kelly, yeah. And who's the other one? Mitch Williams, Shane Schaefer, who? Uh, Stephen Brown. Yeah, Brownie. Yeah, okay, I know Brownie. Yeah, but they, they're they're still a solid team. It's like I I truly believe like the same way that kind of Kerry has said it in the past, where Bonnie Dune is kind of like the ultimate equalizer. Like you don't have, you know what I mean? It, you could say the names all you want, the high pedigree names. You could say all that, but it's like at the end of the day, this is going to come down to who's more mentally strong when throwing strikes. It's tough to separate. Yes. At a, at a house like that, right? Yeah. No, no, yeah, no yeah. different on the flip side. At a really difficult house, right? It's it's tough to separate as well. For sure, you can't get you can't get the runaways, right? You're you're stuck in these games at all times. But it's going to be amazing to watch. Sure, it should be fun. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That and that's just how I put it, guys. I mean, like people can knock on me and say, <laughs> "How the hell am I down here?" Or whatever. I, whatever. They it doesn't will. matter. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I'm used to it. It's just, you know, it's for fun, and I hope no one takes this too serious. <laughs> oh, well. Now, are, 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 are you taking bets? That, that's the other question. I have. Where, I have where, where are these odds <laughs> actually going? I'm not going to gambling. So I have, I have taken some bets on this. Uh, oh, I am open. Funny. I am open to taking some more if people want to throw down some money. It's, uh, <laughs> there's no problem there. Um, <laughs> but, I love it. Well, thanks for creating content. This is what we need, though. Right, Dex? We need Bet365 (laughs) to get on this stuff, not just some random bowler making this shit up. I I tried. I tried. They they communicated with me finally, and it it didn't go go as well as I hoped. It was a pretty swift no, but uh, we'll keep trying. Well, I mean, like, what's the worst that could happen? We cheat and take all their money? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, maybe maybe play Alberta would be something that we could maybe get on earlier. I don't know. FanDuel. Uh, I think these are the things we need to have the, the tour set up crazy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, I, I truly believe that that is Statistics what will drive are our game coming, in the future. And that will make it a lot easier. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's good. That's good. I know the, the things that you guys do for the game is awesome. And uh, I just do that for a little bit of fun. I don't know, just to take a look at. Like I said, I there's it. no hard feelings there, hopefully. Je- Jeff Watts is going to go kick a puppy because of that now. Leave the puppy alone, man. Leave the puppy alone, man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're 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 really looking forward to next weekend. I'm looking forward to like sitting there with Carrie and doing live stream all weekend and yeah, yeah doing yeah. all that fun stuff. It will be it will be entertaining. Um, Mitch, if you do if you do get bored, uh, we are looking for guest commentators throughout the weekend. So you know, I I will come on. over and join you guys. I'll bring a couple of drinks. We'll have fun. Pop on by the booth. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so for everybody watching, like I said, on 5penuniverse.ca slash videos, you can click on any of the links there. Master's website will also have it as well. I'm sure we'll blast it all over Facebook. Um, for all the ones that are coming down, can't wait to see you at Bonnie Dune. Kelly, yeah. thanks again for coming on the podcast and laying out the week of events for everybody. And I hope it uh, goes smoothly for you. And I'm sure Bruce Mortar handling travel won't go badly at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome when people see him, right? And kind of go, really? (laughs) Yeah, 100%. 100%. Awesome. And then... Thank you very much for having me on. Of course. Thanks, Kelly. Sorry, it kind of turned into a runaway. (laughs) (laughs) It it was a B stream. I don't have anything else to do. No, no, it's not like you have to do stuff right now. Um, And of course, good luck to all the competitors, Adam, Mitch, especially you guys being here on the podcast. Uh, Good luck on travel, Mitch. Hopefully you make it on time. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I hear it's messed up. I hear the the Toronto airport's crazy. Yeah. Pearson's in trouble. It's making like international news. It's that bad. It's not great. It's not great. But I hear it's getting better. I hear it's getting better, so... It's about as bad as these odds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, safe, safe travels to everyone coming in. And, uh, yeah, no, th- thanks to, to, to you, Kelly, all, all the all, all the volunteers. Um, obviously, the 5-pin, you guys uh, don't donate a, a buttload of your time as well uh, yeah. to, to, to make this uh, a viable thing across the country. It's, uh, it's truly a necessity uh, to, to, to have the, these great streams and, you know, online stats and all that stuff. So it's, uh, you know, th- thanks to everyone who's, uh, who's supporting the event. Can't, can't wait to play in it. Yeah. Honestly, Kelly, thank you so much for what you've done. You've done so much friggin' work. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I don't know how this masters would run without you. So kudos to you. Oh, my pleasure. That's good for you guys. I said, it's, uh, I love it and I appreciate, uh, everything, all the help I get back to. So it's, uh, can't think of nicer people I would do it for. <laughs> and I know Martin at Bonnie Dune is, uh, more than happy to hold this national event at such a, a large center and have everybody in one place is going to be amazing. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Well, I think that's good good enough for this podcast. This B-rated one. It was a it was a rough real go. slow start. Hey, we got it back on the rails though. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, thanks again, Mitch. We needed somebody with actual stats and information. Yeah, no, knows, knows what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we'll see you all guys next week if we don't talk to you on the weekend. Have a good one. Awesome. Good luck, everyone. Take care, guys. All right, later. See ya. Bye.